0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Queen's speech in Parliament yesterday and uh, Black Rod was at it again, banging on the door. Stop banging on the door. It's a very old door. It's, it reminds me of that episode of Doctor Who where he keeps waking up at the same place and he, and he goes and he sees his friends behind this big wall made of crystal and he punches it and then he sort of goes through this cycle where he passes out and then he comes around again and he goes and he punches the wall over and over again for four billion years. I mean, has anyone else looked at that door and thought, I wonder what century they'll actually break through it? Johnson's face there in the crowd uh, as the Queen did her thing. You see it so often, I think, in public life. It's what I call the grandma face. It's the face these people used to pull around at their grandmas. <sighs> I get very tired of that. And the Queen did a very good job. Uh, although, if I was her English teacher, I'd say, you know, very good speech. Try to start more sentences without saying, my government. Not today, thank you, with Jake Yab. Well, good morning to you, and it's nice to be back to normality. I mean, not that it wasn't fun being stuck on a train with Michael Rosen. It's just, you know, I didn't get home till five. That's the time I got up to do this. I've got to apologise. Might be a bit short this morning. Uh, I'm, I'm doing a musical tribute to the new Cats film, and uh, doing the music took Two hours. Uh, That's twice as long as Andrew Lloyd Webber took on the original. Uh, But what a phenomenon Cat the movie is uh, transpiring to be. I think it comes out today and the reviews are amazing. David Sexton in the Evening Standard says it's nearly as obscene as the human centipede. What? (laughs) I mean, you say obscene. Uh, Telegraph uh, gives it the first zero stars review since Old Dogs in 2010, which I now want to watch. Uh, the Empire gave it two stars, uh, although they said uh, there are so many other things wrong with it, so many eye-meltingly bonkers moments, so many baffling creative choices that only raise questions, such as, why does Jason Derulo attempt to cock accent? Oh, now I want to see that. I do want to see that. Hello, governor, I'm... An American, uh, the Independent says. Uh, what do you do when Taylor Swift starts shaking her cat boobs while sprinkling catnip into an enraptured crowd? Uh, that's weird. I don't. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I once had to do a jingle for Sean Keaveny uh, when he had a breakfast show, and I was paid uh, <laughs> uh, was about cat's boobs. I, I didn't enjoy it. Anyway, this is it. The Sean Keaveny Breakfast Show. It's the cat's boobs. Richard Lawson in Vanity Fair describes the new Cats movie as a tragical mess of mistopheles. That's very good. Gizmodo says, "I simply, the headline simply says, I have seen sights no human eye should see. Uh, and Peter Bradshaw in The Guardian, I should think, should win some sort of a prize because he did the whole thing in verse. And then Idris Elba comes on as Macavity, a boomy-voiced villain in anyone's book. There's a prominent gap in his penis locality. I honestly didn't, well, know where to look. Well done, Peter. I love that. Matt Golder at Collider says, Cats always feels like it's two seconds away from turning into a furry orgy in a dumpster. That's the energy you have to sit with for almost two hours. Uh, yeah, I mean, what can you do with something like this? Obviously, it's fantastical, but there's a sort of degree of reality and, 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 and you have to be able to connect with it in some way, I think. Uh, so I've I've done a song... Uh, For for, for cats Maybe if they do a sequel That's trying to be a bit more realistic Because this is entirely based on a true story uh, Of when I lived in a flat with a cat called Chester
2: begin rising that my owner should stir it smells like a burning march top filled with Time to show him what my heart meant Now parading round the apartment Bum pressed everywhere I go Like a print from a potato Midnight, there's no sign of me flagging I am basically tagging The duvet and my owner's left hand. He loves me. He'll understand. Key change, waking, and he graciously thanks me for my tribute to.
1: really happens just left keys on the uh, kitchen counter door open just left everything in there just walked away never went back sophie miller on twitter asked me to talk about this amazing story she found well done and thank you uh, about wakanda Uh, The United States government uh, lists as one of its trade partners uh, on its official website uh, Wakanda. Uh, This is the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Um, Wakanda's not real. It's a made-up country. And uh, apparently it was a staff test and it wasn't supposed to get published. But uh, the department's online tariff tracker uh, hosted a detailed list of goods that the two nations apparently traded, including ducks, donkeys and dairy cows. Perhaps it was an alliteration thing. Uh, but anyway, it's from the Marvel Universe. It's a fictional East African country and home to the superhero Black Panther. And uh, a lot of speculation that maybe there'd been some sort of trade war uh, started up. Uh, but I think it's great news. I'm hoping that post-Brexit we're going to be able to forge some new trade agreements with our friends in Brobdingnag, Oceania, Fantasia and Dynatopia. Um, hey, I learned... While I was looking up fictional countries, uh, Fantasia being from NeverEnding Story, I suddenly realised, do you know what Limal's name was, Riz? It's Christopher Hamill. So it's just an anagram of Hamill, Limal. Now I know where it comes from. I was really pleased about that. I saw him at a Radio 1 Christmas party once. I mean, that tells you how long ago I was working at Radio 1 that they had limahl at the Christmas party. And no one cared except me. I was very excited. I was right at the front and the stage was only about eight inches high and... He was like, oh, this guy is loving it. And he high-fived me. He was so excited by the whole thing. Um, I think it was uh, the same night that, uh, what's his name, who did Mambo Number no. 5, he came on and sang his song, Mambo Number no. 5. And uh, I never knew the lyrics, uh, so I'd always just put in my mouth. So it's a little bit of Monica. Uh, and he enjoyed that. Enough already. Uh, we were talking about uh, 60s accents. Earlier on in the week. Oh, well, I was. Uh, and I, I love that. I love the 1960s accent. It's so cool. Is that right? It's sort of, you know what I mean? Particularly pop stars. Oh, crazy. All right. I think I'll give it a go. I keep trying to do it. I had to do it professionally once, and I did mention it, and I said I'd dig it out, and I have. Uh, I, could, I haven't got a copy of it myself, but I found it online. Uh, R. White's approached me, and they asked me if I could do a sound alike of their I'm a secret lemonade drinker. Uh, and they recreated the advert to plug their new lemonade lollies. And they got the original guy who tiptoed down in the middle of the night. And so they had him, uh, but they didn't have Elvis Costello's dad, who I think sang the original. They had me because I was cheap. Anyway, this is what I managed to recreate. I'm a secret lemonade liquor. Shh. Ah,
2: whites. Ah, whites. I'm a trying to give it up, but it's a one of those nights. Ah, right. whites. Our whites, white lemonade I'm secret lemonade lemonade I love that it's the 1960s accent. It almost sounds like it's been recorded on a tape recorder with a loose head. Wibbly wobbly
0: Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: Before I do anything else, though, I want to mention a couple of really good TV shows that you ought to watch. Uh, There's a thing called Blind Boy Undestroys. it's a series uh, you can get it on iPlayer, it's on uh, BBC3 and it's really really good it's like Adam Curtis and TV Offal and stu- it's really great and also there's a show about Christmas in Belize from 1978 with the army and that's just weird and mad and, and, and worth seeing also I should tell you stuff that I'm going to be in because it's all about me, this show uh, I'm going to be on The Verb tonight on Radio 3 that's Friday night, 10 o'clock and I'm doing a thing about nonsense. Uh, I'm going to be on 4 Extra at the same time, 10 o'clock. How is this possible? Through the magic of radio. And in fact, I'm going to be on 4 Extra right the way across Christmas, really, into the new year. Every night on Comedy Club from 10 o'clock with John Holmes and their sort of funny bits and stuff. And also online, you can see me doing Star Wars in two and a half minutes on the Radio 5 Live Facebook page, among other places. All right, good. Glad we covered all of that. Uh, in the meantime, earlier in the week we were asking uh, what pop star would you like to pull you from the wreckage of a car crash? John emailed and said, uh, Jake, may I have Kate Bush rescue me from a hideously burning motorized death trap? I feel the latest model featuring a futuristic mimetic, mimetic polyalloy requires more field testing. Uh, I'd also like to express my disappointment with the overt use of hexagons by the BBC on their election night broadcast. Other shapes were available, but you know what they're like. Biased metrosexuals with funky beards riding micro scooters. Oh, I own a micro scooter. I bought it because I broke my toe. It was the only way to get around. And because secretly I really badly wanted one. All right. Fine. Judge away. Uh, John also says, uh, I want to steal Nick Robinson's spectacles. Then he will lose his power. No, he'll never lose his power. He's got, Nick Robinson is, uh, I'm, I'm, I've i got no power at all. No, no, no. And never mind the fact that I was chair of the Young Conservatives when I was at university. OK, no bias here. Matt got in touch with uh, another lengthy missive. Which I always enjoy. Uh, if you've got a lengthy missive you'd like to share, it's not today at swanburst.com. That's the email address. Not today at swanburst.com. He says good morning, Jack. Good morning, Matt. I have a story relating to being pulled from a wreckage by a pop star, uh, not one of Goulding's standing. Yeah, we're talking about it because Ellie Goulding uh, literally pulled someone out of the wreckage of a car crash earlier this week. Uh, He says, not of that standing, I'll grant you, so you may find that the intellectual discourse between innocent victim and saviour I proceed to describe to be of a poorer calibre than you are, no doubt, used to. (laughs) For this, I apologize preemptively. Well, thank you, Matt. I appreciate your apology. Let's just see how it goes, okay? Kidding. He says, picture this. I'm en route to a gig between Dis and Norwich on the A140. Ah, living the dream. About to enter the small town of Pulham Market, just near the garden centre on the right, heading north on the aforementioned road. Ah, oh, yes, I know. Very, very well. Lovely, uh, lovely part of the world. When literally out of nowhere, literally, a Norbert Dentresangle materialises like the ubiquitous TARDIS in front of my very eyes. Why my eyes were very is at this point and will probably remain so beyond me, but there you go. (laughs) Okay, stay on target. I instinctively ducked, and boy, am I glad I did, for I slew beneath the trailer, slicing off the roof of my classic-shaped, yes, classic-shaped, I tell you, Saab 900 Turbo. Whoa there, really? Unfortunately, the angle of my approach and resulting impact stove in both passenger and driver's side doors and also pushed the steering column down upon my poor lap. Oh, mad. That's horrific. I emerged the other side unbelievably unscathed, apart from a slight bruising to my thighs, a wobbly spirit, and a wet patch beneath my rear, which we won't explore at this juncture. I hope you did. Uh, The driver of the lorry clambered from his cab, or tractor unit, I believe the correct term to be, "'and professed profound regret at his inability to drive safely "'and proceeded to begin his side of exchanging details for insurance purposes. "'By some coincidence, his name was Christopher Chope. "'Ha-ha! <laughs> yeah, we need to talk about him at some point. "'That's a good call. Uh, "'But we shall discuss t- such twists of fate at another time, "'for this is all merely a preamble to set the scene "'in which I was rescued from my captivity, "'held as I was, against my will, by my own vehicle.' See, I didn't mention the garden centre for mere detail, for from out of this establishment, with huge, manly, wolverine-like strides, even had the big stogie clamped between his chiselled jaw, came my avenging angel. Who's it going to be? This vision in double denim and a gilet bodily picked up Mr. Chope and hurled him to the side of the road, barking the imperative, Get back! at him. Mr. Nicholas Knoll, sir, as I live and breathe, I gasp with order, Come on! For it was he, Nick Knowles of TV and chart fame, standing there before me, legs planted firmly, a shoulder's width apart, hands on hips, and a cloud of bluish cigar smoke blooming into the crisp autumnal late afternoon air. I'd wager you, I'd wager you could bounce 50 p pieces off those glutes. See, I want to know how much of this is true. How much of this is true, Matt? Saved your breath, my friend, said he. We need to release you from your cage, and with some alacrity, for I can smell fuel and I'm concerned about some idiot, he glanced at Chope, inadvertently sparking an explosion and subsequent fire. He took a long drag from his cigar and spat the remaining end towards the verge, narrowly missing Mr. Chope's crotchal region. With his bare hands, he took Okay. With his bare hands, he tore open the driver's side door, the sound of tearing metal and vinyl a sweet symphony to my ears. He grasped the offending column, the steering column, don't be filthy. Who? I. I with his forearms rippling with taut, sculptured muscle, and rent it asunder before me. Though I would never be able to drive my beloved Saab again, I would forever hold this sight in my memory. A fine switch to make. He wrapped himself around me and heaved me like a sack of potatoes over his shoulder, much as one might imagine a fireman would. I almost wept with relief and gratitude, and awe, if I'm being completely honest, which, of course, I'm not. No, I don't think you are. And when he placed me back on terra firma, it would be a stretch to suggest that there wasn't a film of tears over my eyes. My very eyes, indeed. Mr. Knowles, I said. Please. "'said Nicholas Knowles. "'Call me Knowlesy.' "'I don't know how to thank you. "'You've saved my comparatively worthless life, Knowlesy. "'Can I take you to dinner after my gig tonight?' "'I was hopeful I could in some way repay my debt to this man mountain.'
2: "'Not on your nelly, mate, and don't call me Knowlesy.'
1: "'He extracted another Cuban from his breast pocket "'and struck a Bryant and May on his chin, "'drawing in air the end of his cigar glowing bright in the deepening twilight. "'I'm off, losers.' "'He leapt astride his Harley-Davidson.' Oh, I bet he's got one Parked beside the road in the garden centre car park Which I haven't mentioned before this time His huge machine roaring to life Between his steel-like thighs Matt, are you OK? Pulsing with life and energy You're not OK And away he drove into the setting sun towards Burston Chope and I stood side by side He with a dazed and chagrined look upon his face Me with a wistful expression Thinking of what could have been Up yours, Chope, I said and turned towards my friend Het's house, who conveniently, for the story, lives in the house directly next door to the garden centre where she made me a nice cup of tea and gave me a slice of Victoria's sponge. Mary Berry's own. A story this may have been, and whether it has amused you or not is for me to find out, but that's 15 minutes past with a chuckle. Therein lies my tale. I hope this finds you well. Matt, I loved it. And I... Listen, any Nick Knowles fan fiction you want to write and send this way, come on! I will eat that up for breakfast. Please send me your fantasy Nick Knowles. You know, this could be like the next Fifty Shades. That started as fan fiction about Twilight, didn't it? So let's do a a Nick Knowles. If you've got any suggestions for a title, why don't you tweet me? It's at nottodaypod. And if you want to write something, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to set up a Google document and we can all write it collectively. That's what I'll do. We will write the Nick Knowles fan fiction novel and it will be incredible. And that's how we're all going to spend our weekend. Uh, Speaking of which, I hope you have a good one. Check out those TV shows I I I told you about. They're really, really good. And I will see you on Monday morning, uh, either bright or early. Hard to have both. Take care of yourselves. Lots of love. Bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production.
0: A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers.